Boom! What's up, y'all? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I am your host, Mr. A.D. Walker Del Pusha, Digroa, Demotivator. And today, again, once again, we're talking about toxic masculinity. This is an ongoing discussion. Um, we are going to get some clarity, some direction, <laughs> and move forward in our conversation. Uh, today, we're talking about toxic, toxic masculinity versus healthy masculinity. I say that with uh, <laughs> as a question um, because I, I feel, you know, masculinity should be what it is. Uh, and toxic is just what it is. And, you know, that's how we should be operating. And hey, what's up, my podcast people? Thank you for being a part as well. Uh, make sure you're rating and reviewing us, giving us a good, a good review uh, so that uh, we always know that you are loving what you're hearing. Um, let's see. Thank you, uh, Lisa, for coming through. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, Kermit, appreciate you. Oh, <laughs> the Fibian. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, so today we're talking about toxic masculinity versus healthy masculinity. We are continuing our conversation. And if you've not already followed the Brothers of Legacy, whatever platform you're watching us on, make sure you do so. Give us a strong follow. Share it out. If you're on Facebook, make sure you tag somebody, tag, tag, and then tag again. Um, make sure you do that as well. We're going to have a great conversation. Um, let's see. Uh, so we're going to dig into toxic masculinity versus healthy masculinity and have a great conversation. This is our topic. We're not talking about anything else. <laughs> and I'm just responding to someone that some can't see. Um, so, yeah, so today this is what we are discussing. So make sure you are sharing. Sharing is caring. Uh, and if you're first time in the building, welcome to the Brothers of Legacy, where we don't stand out, we stand up. Uh, we're getting our men to be focused in our community. And make sure you go to www.brothersoflegacy.com and be a part of our movement. Good morning, Keita. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of The Brothers. Hey, Mama McCoy, great morning to you. Thank you for rocking with us as well. And make sure you share. Sharing is caring. Inbox everybody, 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 and let them come into this conversation because this is a conversation that needs to be had within our community. Um, we can no longer not talk about this, at least in a space where we're kind of coming together. We did speak about this on the Sisters of Legacy as well. So this is a very important topic, um, some, one that we're, we're probably going for a little while and then come back, circle back <laughs> and revisit because this, is, this, this has been one of the biggest dividing lines in our society um, for a long time. You know, it's always been around in some shape, some form, some fashion. Um, so now we are getting to a point of clarity. Good morning, Miss Yvonne. Great morning to you. Thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for being here. A little nervous, my Facebook folk one coming in. I was like, man, is Facebook <clears throat> acting up again? But praise the Lord, it is not. So today I'm going to be sharing sharing some information, sharing some posts, and we're going to have a real, real discussion about this. Um, so make sure you are, like I said, sharing, <clears throat> tag some other brothers uh, to come in this, because I know everybody has spoke about this at some point. You've talked to someone, let them come on in so they can be a part of this conversation. And if you're watching for the first time, I appreciate you being here. If you've not already um, subscribed, or followed whichever button <laughs> based on the platform that you're in. Make sure you do so, so you do not ever miss an episode. And if you really want to get down with the get down, <laughs> connect and join our community, text LWN to 84576. Text LWN to 84576. Never miss an episode or broadcast on the Legacy Walker Network. And you'll never miss one because we text out every time we have something going on. As well as being a part of the text community, you'll find out some of the local initiatives that we're working on. All right. Um, 
with that being said, I said all that to say this. I appreciate you guys being here. Uh, again, again, make sure you share this conversation and tag somebody, tag someone, tag a brother, tag a neighbor, tag a sister, tag an enemy, tag a hater, bring them in the building so we can have this discussion because each conversation, my goal is to move the needle just a little bit further to, to further the conversation to help heal and help our community to grow and become better. And, and that those can express what they've been holding in and feeling always welcome to have comments and talk about the conversations that we are talking about. All right. So let's see anything else on the agenda. No, I think that's all I need to share. Um, And let's go ahead and we're going to kick this off. Pass is running a little behind today. So um, hopefully it'll be in soon, but if not, it'll just be moi. All right. So let's go ahead and do this thing, do the thing thing. All right, and we'll be right, hold on, back. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to another edition of The Brothers of Legacy. What's up, Pastor? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, indeed. Um, so make sure you listen, just as you just just as you just saw. <laughs> order your Brothers of Legacy apparel at www.brothersoflegacy.com. Go to BOL. Um, go to brothersoflegacy.com. Brothersoflegacy.com. Then the radio people say you say it three times. Brothersoflegacy.com. <laughs> and make sure you Order your your BOL apparel, get your your shirt that is the beginning, the first line that we're actually selling publicly. So make sure you support and not only just wearing our gear, but you're supporting us, the Brothers of Legacy, that we come on every morning and you'll let the world know what's going on online. So make sure you go ahead and buy that. Not now, but right now. Okay, maybe after the broadcast. All right. So today (laughs) we're talking about toxic masculinity versus healthy masculinity maybe by the end we'll we'll kind of shift that <laughs> that definition um but it's about the only way i could kind of put it <laughs> as a as a counter <laughs> that's you know um but let's see so the first thing i wanted to i uh, dr Rollins sent me a a post honestly like last week because i talked to her previously before i even started this conversation um I was like, you know, anything that you can share, because, you know, she's in the fatherhood space, which always leads into the man space, which always leads into the masculinity space. So she's kind of in this area. So I talked to her just just as a reference. I'm like, if you have anything to share, please share it with me so we can have these conversations that help broaden our conversations and not just to what I see, you know, my experiences and our experiences and things of that nature. So she shared this with me online um hopefully you guys can see it and i'll read it um all right so it says we talk about uh you talk about how many women were raped last year not how many men raped women we talk about how many girls in school district were harassed last year not about how many boys harassed girls we talk about how many teenage girls in the in the state of vermont got pregnant last year rather than how many boys and men impregnated teenage girls so you can see how the passive voice has a political effect. 
it shifts the focus off of men and boys and onto girls and women. Even the term violence against women is problematic. It's a passive construction. There's no active agent in the sentence. It's a bad thing that happens to women. But when you look at the term violence against women, nobody's doing it to them. It just happens to them. Men aren't even a part of it. So starting off the conversation um, where, let me change that, check that. Hey, good morning, Deborah. Um, where a lot of times, and you know, uh, Dr. Rollins has done a lot of research with fatherhood and, you know, us just trying to <laughs> kind of get our foot back into the door when it comes to the social services, the schools and things of that nature, where we have kind of been on the outs for so many years or so many decades, you know, in part from us and from the system, you know, they've gotten used to like, in a sense, um, used to the, used to women dealing in, in these areas where we are kind of the foreigners, um, just like, uh, Sister McNair, Evangelist McNair, spoke about yesterday um, when we was talking about the toxic masculinity she was saying. And I was asking about, have you had any issues with men in her, in your profession? She's a teacher. She said, no. She says, it's like the opposite. She says, any man that comes in the building, you know, can become a target because <laughs> he's, you know, it's not too many of them in the building. You know, <laughs> she's like, dude, you may need to stay over there because there's a lot of women already <laughs> circling, you know, so. It, it's it's you know in those spaces where males aren't prominent or or seen a lot you know it becomes you know we are kind of like the forgotten in the sense when we show up it's like oh a man you know like how do we adjust to this you know because they're not used to men being in the area and it's kind of like a flip you know in certain corporate areas where it's dominated by men for so long a woman comes in like oh a woman's in the building. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, how are we supposed to respond? Oh, so it so I posted that because, you know, we do need to talk about not like just the, the man's responsibility, but recognizing, you know, the men that are affected by the allegations, the men that are affected by, you know, the other side of, you know, what happens to women, you know. So and and like back in the day, which is crazy and past, if you can get some crazy logic as to why folks did this, but you know, a man impregnates a a young girl, you know, like same age, not in, when I say man, but boy impregnates a young girl, like they move the boy away, <laughs> you know, like they move the boy away, they keep like, you know, like I I never understood why not, you know, find a way for the boy to interact and help raise the child. You know, it's like, hey, get that boy out of here. You know, so it's it's those things um, moving into like now. And I know we're talking about toxic masculinity, but it's the removal of certain responsibility, you know, that can kind of fuel that um, things become toxic from hurt, you know, from from the way you're raised and, you know, you the mindset and the things that you see. So. Today, I just kind of want to talk about some of the shifts because we we've spoken about in the past, well, in, in the past broadcast about how we're raising our kids differently than we have in the past or how as fathers, we're a little more engaged in our children's lives other than, you know, the way like my father was with me, you know, changing diapers, being, you know, where changing diapers is not a foreign thing <laughs> any longer in a dad's life, you know. You've seen it, Pastor, like on TV, the dad is struggling and he can't handle the baby. Like the mom, where you going, mom? You know, like, horrible. Like, right, right, right. I used to, yo, and I was young. I was like, I hate it. Like, why, why is it a foreign thing? You know, like, why, why can't, why is it like a struggle? Like, what was that movie? Mr. Mom, <laughs> you know, like, and, and so changing those ideas and, and, and why I put healthy masculinity, you know, no longer like our authority isn't based on us yelling in the household, you know, us being so aggressive and having to be, you know, we, we come like, that's how authority is set. You know, now with, you know, Pastor and I, you know, we just coming in, we bring a level of peace. Like, Oh, I'm so glad that dude's here. <laughs> you know, like, you know, <laughs> I did the greatest feel like, Oh, daddy's home, <laughs> you know, instead of, Oh, 
daddy's home, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, I that's kind of what I want to talk about. Wait, <laughs> right, right. Wait till your father gets home. <laughs> right. Hey, what's up, Richard? What's up, Richard? <laughs> um, so yeah, so I kind of want to shift this conversation a little bit because I know for the last two days we've kind of been stuck in a certain space. I want to kind of shift it into what does a healthy what does healthy masculinity or just masculinity? <laughs> what does masculinity look like? <laughs> um, let's see. Hold on. Let's see. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. Inside joke. Inside joke. All right. We're gonna talk about that later too. Um so yeah, what does what does masculinity look like? What does what does masculinity look what is so to you? So, like I said, I use the healthy word just to kind of balance it, but I should just put toxic masculinity versus just masculinity. What is masculine and and not in an acceptable manner because some things are preferences, you know, so masculinity. Some some people have a thing against men just being leaders. So we just masculinity um, without going down that road. (laughs) Masculinity. Um, What is what does that look like to you in your household? You know. What is uh what is a role what is the role of a man in the household that helps a healthy build a healthy legacy with your family? You know, what does that role look like? Let's get to the uh the comments in, in five words or less. <laughs> See if you can answer that question. What comes to mind? Yeah. What comes to because mind? Because you asked what you said the role or masculinity, masculinity. masculine man. Let's, let's what does do a masculine, masculine man look like? Yeah. Let's take away the not not focus on the role. Let's yeah. Shift it. Let's see. Uh, bring the comment. All right. Women and I have one word. He said, "Why not women and men leaders that lead together?" I heard a, a pastor, a preacher say, "A two-headed mon- a two-headed uh, thing is a monster." <laughs> Anything with two heads is a monster. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I was yeah. like, that makes sense. <laughs> and not that women don't have a say, but someone just has to be the forefront, the, the lead, the runner. Um, and this, we get biblical. God designed it that on us. Um, and we went into the responsibility. So anyone, we go back, look at, I'm put it up, the submission and how that works um, and, and the responsibility. But anyway. Oh yeah, so five words or less. If anyone, if anyone wants to jump in there, uh, what is what does masculinity look like to you? Yeah, don't be shy. Don't be shy. <laughs> so, why does it look like to you? All right. Um, because for me, it it remains biblical. Right. You know, some people will look at what the scripture says and think that it is not in women's favor. Mm. Right. right. However. The reality is it has not been carried out the way God designed. Mm, indeed. It okay. has been taken for granted. Right. Right. Uh, but I do believe man is is head. Right. But I believe that uh, masculinity to me in the household is defined in one word. And that word is cover. Right. OK. Cover. Uh, mom says, "Consider it good one, right. great, great. Right. Come on, come on, Bol family. <laughs> what what Someone is masculinity to you? Delete. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many times you start typing? Delete, delete. <laughs> no, this is not. This is not that platform. This is not right. that platform. <laughs> oh man, you know, you're having a bad day. Let's see. Take your responsibility." To lead, protect. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. So Richard said, provider, kind, uh-huh. generous, thoughtful, compassionate. Uh huh. Indeed. Indeed. That's good. Good. Oh, um, but yeah, I'm with you on the, the cover. I'm with you on yeah. the cover. You're right. Because I like what Lisa said. Uh, I, I take it a step further beyond responsibility is is accountability. Right. You know, being right. accountable for for what happens. I've I've often said to my family, uh, good or bad. It's on me. Right. Right. You know, yeah. And that that in itself is is probably the, the biggest definition 
good or bad, it's on me. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's even you know it seems like we we always put the house on mom, but the house this I'm I'm supposed to be leading. So yeah, this dirty house. Yeah, I may not have been here, but guess who's still the manager? <laughs> like, I'm still, I, I used to say that. I used to say it all. I'm so guilty of it, man. I used yeah. to say I learned at an early age. Someone told me that women control the temperament of the house. Hmm. And I found out that's a lie. Right. I mean, oftentimes it happens, right. but that's not how it's designed. Right. right. So goes the head. Yeah. So goes the body. The body. Right. 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 And oh. that's why you'll hear comments like like Dr. Rollins just put in there. Wait till your father gets home. Right. right. Because when your father gets home, he can change the entire climate. Yes. Yes. Of the household. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, it's um, it's it's a lot of, you know, it's kind of like learning, learning your role um, and, and being in position as well. Uh, but like I said, the, the overall of, of masculinity is. Is cover. I think the 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 word provider has been thrown in there, but that's different. You know, yes, I provide, but I, the covering is inclusive with the providing. You know, yes, it's, it's yeah. oh, you know the 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 overarching. You know, is that here? What's going on? I, you know, we got this. Is that here? You know, <laughs> and and you know, just just as you should be the peace, right? The peace in your home, like. <laughs> the peace and the peace <laughs> it's your home you know um and and there should there should never be like the the family should not be worried like you in the house like yeah we good we good money you know it, it, you should always provide like a, a level there should be a level of security and comfort especially when you're in the home um if, well i you know it's it's interesting that you say that i i have this mindset and people will probably disagree awesome because of the how we were taught, the culture that we were brought up in, right. you know. But the reality is, my wife has given birth to my children. Mm-hmm. Right? The Bible says, "Blessed is the man whose quiver is full." It doesn't say, "Blessed is the woman whose quiver is full." Okay. Right. Right. Uh, which puts the man as the accountable factor in the home. Right. And so I be- and and then God said. You know, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Right. Doesn't say when a man has children, he he find right. has a good thing. It says when a man finds a wife. Right. And, right. and it says, right, and they are no longer twain, but they have become one flesh. Right. Right. And that the wife is his helpmeet, mm-hmm. which means that my wife was designed for me. Right. Okay. It means I don't compete with my children. Okay. For attention. Well, Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Right. 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 She was designed for me. Ah. Period. Okay. I think I know what you're saying. Okay. Break it down a little. Can you break it down a little more? I'm saying that uh, when, when I, when I found my wife, God gave her to me. Okay. The children are the offspring of us. Gotcha. But and I'm saying, and I know folks gonna have a problem with this, but Christelle Marie <laughs> belongs to me, not the kids. She's mine. Not to the children. The the children are ours. Okay. Right. Okay. But okay. but she's mine. And and when it comes to to priorities, right. you know, she's my helpmeet. So what she does for our children. She's doing for us, which is essentially doing for me, helping okay. me with, with with what we have brought into this world, because ultimately gotcha. I am accountable. So you're that's saying, why I got to know how to change pampers. That's why I got to know how to braid hair. Flipping the conversation. It's like like normally it's it's mom, you know, and dad is helping. <laughs> right. That, but you're saying I'm I'm dad. Mom is helping me with these babies in a sense. If you if you kind of just if you yeah. categorize it just differently, I get you. So so so, pastor saying, as brothers, we need to be <laughs> ahead of the game when it comes to being able to take care of our kids. Meaning, yeah. from from the diaper changing, you know, to handling the school, to you know, 
And then of course the parts that we either struggle with or can't, she's she's our help me to help with the raising of our children, which is which is true with between even discipling our kids and, and things, teaching our kids and showing and giving the wisdom and the knowledge. We are the leads in that. And mom is helping us pursue that. That's, right. That's, that's yeah. something that you want. That's something that you want. I mean, it's it's it makes sense. It makes sense. Anyone disagree? Come on in. Let's have this conversation. Let's 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 talk about it. But it I I get it. It's just it's a different way of thinking that we've not thought about because we've not because our society puts mom as mom and, and dad just kind of come in and help. Like, you know, the, the, the especially now it's gotten better. But, you know, oh, look, you're watching the kids. I'm not watching my kids. <laughs> These are my kids. Like, right. I'm raising them right. just like mom. You no, know, <laughs> like, you're babysitting. Babysitting. Oh, man. Like, yeah. Like I used to get people say, oh, you, you babysit. No, I, I'm not babysitting. Babysit. I'm not a higher hand. <laughs> right. They're my children. My I'm, I'm being a father. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, like, you know, it's dad's day. No, it's my day every day. <laughs> you know, like, just, you know, and yeah, so it's, it's, and I, and I like that because it's a whole nother way of thinking, you know, like, so kind of that's what should we be teaching our kids like so with yours your daughters come home and they're married that's just we're doing it right they're married pregnant and you talk to the your son-in-law like listen you know you're responsible for that baby you know like you need to raise it's not all on her you know right the hardest thing she's gonna do is have this baby because that is listen i i have i am the i'm a father of five children yes uh with each of my five children I've never been in the back seat ever. I've never been a side seat driver. I got it. I've never been an assistant. Right. With my children. Right. You know, I've done everything that mommy does. Right. In fact, I've I've oftentimes tried to fool myself into taking pride that I do it better. (laughs) Yeah, I've been that foolish, you know. But hey, we all have flaws. <laughs> you know, that's good. That's but wow. you know, for me, it was how can like how can my wife be effective if she stands alone, right? In that responsibility, how can she be there for me, right? If she got to do everything for the children, right? Woo. Mm. That's good. Right? That's good. I can't, I can't. That's, I yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I've messed up a lot good. in my life, but with the babies, right. that ain't that ain't an area where I. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've done pretty good too. I think so. I, I think I've done pretty good with. Yeah. yeah. I, and like, I'm like you. Like, I've, I screwed up some things, but I think with them, like, I got, I got laser focus. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I'm not going to mess this one up. You know, like, yeah, because I, you know, I'm I'm not gonna. My needs will not be fulfilled if she's worn out. Right. Wow. Right. 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 Because yeah. I still have needs. I have wants. I have desires. Right. Uh, so she can't be burned out. Right. Because we don't I'm, have problems. Listen, I'm. You know, I'm gonna keep it real. You know, she, my wife, would handle a lot, and you'd be tired and and worn. You know. Like, if I'm coming home from work and she was home with the kids all day, she's just tired and worn. You know, it's like, you know, all right, babe, you know, you need to take a rest, you know, recuperate. And it's it's stepping in. And but but the way you said it, like, that's 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 so awkward in what we've been taught. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like like I'm, I'm it makes sense. It make and and keeping real. And I don't know if Sam's in it, you know, like I've. I've always been there for our kids. Like I've done and sacrificed anything. It doesn't matter. Like they were, they were always my biggest priority, you know, because I never wanted to drop the ball when it comes to raising my children. Like I never right. wanted to, to miss a moment, miss a section, you know, miss a, miss an opportunity with them. Um, but it's, it's, it's my mindset was probably like, yes, yeah, more on you than it is on me. You know, like, we work together. Like I never like left. Like no, this on this on you. You need to figure out what to do with these. No, I never did that. I'm just saying, like m- mentally, you know. Yeah. Um, 
I kind of came behind because I I never wanted to be, like I said, we talked about in the beginning, the TV dad, not knowing what to do with these kids, not knowing how to put them to sleep, not knowing how to put a diaper on, not, you know, not knowing, not knowing. Dressing is probably about the only thing I didn't really fool with as far as getting the outfits because I just throw in anything. You got it. They little put on these socks. It don't matter. They don't need to match. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> you know, like. And so they would they would dress for the right season, but as far as coordinated, yeah, they're babies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I you know no, it's no, it's funny. Never Ted Bundy, never that that dude. If you talk about married with children, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's clarify. The you know, often I've realized oftentimes people think that working a job for men that's the masculine thing, right? Woo! And right? that too. <laughs> yeah, learn that too. Yeah, Providing and is, but is well, I think what people miss is that's what Lisa was speaking to. That's that's the responsibility. You know, right. working right. the job is just a component, right, of of a responsibility and and accountability. Right. You know, you're you're uh, leading your family in resources. You're protecting your family from uh, uh, being without, if you would. Ow, famine. Ow, you know, yes. you're covering them. Um, that and and so you know, it's funny. Like the process by which Eve was given to Adam was after he had been given responsibility and accountability. Right. It's good yeah. for the garden. Yes, indeed. Yes. In other words, he he had a job before he met her. Yes. Yes. Right. So right. she she came alongside something that was already in place to help, to aid, Mm -hmm. you know, but God told Adam, he didn't tell Eve. You understand? And I think that's the piece that, that people miss when it came to accountability and responsibility, he gave it to the man, not to the woman. That's good. He, he gave the woman responsibility to her husband. Right. But he gave the man responsibility to uh the household and his wife. Right. Right. He never gave the woman responsibility for the household. Right. You know, so uh, a masculine man covers his house. Oh, I didn't know you was looking for that mother Yvonne. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right. 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 Um, so the man leaves his mother father keeps his wife, right? Um, so let me let me let's let me throw this out there. Um, because we talked about this kind of last night. Um, so we we are defining our role in home um at the job, you know, the respect in my mind should be like some of the, the easiest things, you know, not not having side talk that disrespects women. Um you know, doing things that that belittles or make women feel less than, you know, in workplace and things of that nature. If you see things like that, because this is the other half to me of the the masculine part, do you step up and say something? You know, like at work or oh God forbid. And we say, say that one more time, brother. Do we do we step up and protect our women when it comes to the levels in any level of disrespect that happens at work, outside, you know? Um, like we talked about, unfortunately, going back to the um, someone shooting their shot, getting shot down and then retaliating, <laughs> you know, uh, with with words, you know, not maybe not to the, the level of pulling out a gun. That's, you know, <laughs> we don't know how we would handle that. You know, <laughs> I know. Like that's that's some Brian McCrory stuff right there. Right. Man. That's, uh, that's, yeah. No, just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. But um, so, you know, like just just verbally disrespectful. You know, do you step up? And I know the obvious answer may be yes, but how do you feel about that? Let And even in the workplace, you know, strangers, you know, kind of like jumping in. But at work, when you know John and John shoots a shot, he gets shot down. Then he says something back or begins to attempt to say something back. Do you jump in there? You know, do you get involved or do you say something? Um, how would how would something like that look like for you or handle that? You know. Would you would you know would you step in or would you kind of let it play out and let her just probably report it to supervisors, of course, you know. 
because I think sometimes the protection part, like we said, the the, the um, what do we say, the the covering, you know, and we talk about covering women. Um, so that, I guess with that covering the workspace, covering women, we we know, but they're not family. It, it absolutely. I just you know, I don't know how often something like that happens. I mean, and it depends yeah. on the workplace, right? Yeah. You know, working in corporate America, you have all kind of human resource <laughs> rules and regulations. And so if you act in a clown <laughs> in a in a public office space, right. you know, it's easy to cut that off. Yeah. You yeah. know, but yeah. when you're in, you know, a privately owned business yeah. that, you know, uh, doesn't really have human resource enforcement, Mm. There's no human resource officer in the building, right? And, right. And, and it's really about the culture of the organization. Yes. You know that could put you in kind of an awkward position, especially if it's common behavior, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. it it depends on the circumstance, but I mean, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. Right. So I'm 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 typically the type of personality that. If it's blatantly wrong, yeah, I don't know how to be quiet. Right, I got you. I, I just don't. I just. I just don't have that in me. I, I can't sit idly by and, right, you know, right. just let something be wrong. Let somebody be disrespected. I don't. Uh, I'm not built that way. Right. Never have been. Uh, but I also recognize that we live in a crazy world, right? And you don't. And so you have to be wise in how you. Uh, intervene right right you know yeah yeah but but i'm i'm silly enough crazy enough to to say something <laughs> yeah more times than not i'm gonna say something you know if it gets outlandish i'm i'm gonna say something okay yeah. all right because um, because behavior like that typically is being carried out by a coward anyway true 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 um let's see boom 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 um so do you do you do you feel like okay so that's that's good to, from the previous conversation we we're having and like the male's role um so how do we how do we uh constantly promote because the way you put it right as far as the male role a lot of times it's just seen as you know man always trying to tell me what to do you know always trying to lead and trying to trying to do but i guess when coming from a space of continue this conversation as far as responsibility you know mm -hmm. like let's let's talk about what our responsibility is you know we we take the lead and we do this but it's it's still it falls all on us you know like um kind of shaping the narrative or changing the the narrative or the thought process where yes this is our responsibility which is why we're so tough on a decision, you know, being made because in the end, this falls on us. How can we um, further push this conversation? Because it seems it's it's a sense it seems sensitive now, you know, which is which is why the when I started out the conversation, the blurred lines of toxic masculinity, healthy masculinity, you know, um, it gets blurred. And what I mean by it, there's the blatant, there's the aggressive, like going in a household, being abusive verbally you know just just bringing fear <laughs> you know that you're ruling in fear in your household you know even even your spouse is nervous to say anything because it might set you off you know i think that's an unhealthy household um but at the same time there is a responsibility but we need to to for lack of a better way or lead not even like a better way lead properly you know how do we push the healthy narrative of leading properly. Um, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying, it's like, I'm trying to formulate the question on the fly. Um, how do we promote leading properly, but at the same time, um, showing that we do need to lead, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, cause we get into, you say the word submit, um, it, it, it kind of like submission, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, it's like, submit. but you know, if someone is, if, if someone has a great track record of leading, submitting doesn't look so bad, if that makes sense, you know, like, you, I don't, I don't mind, like you, you're being a pastor. I don't mind following because 
I, I know your track record, but you know some folk. I don't know if I could have but I you. Could, but see, you had, but you saw me. You saw me before, right? I became launched out into, right. you know, because you saw me under other leadership, right? So you saw you saw that I had the ability to follow and right. and, and take instruction. Right. And and be humble. You you saw all of that before I stepped out. Right. 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 And I think that's that's where we where we fall short. Sometimes I think we jump in too quickly. It's funny, Bible study last night. I talked about Exodus in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 24. It was God giving instruction. And and when Moses turned and told the people what God said, and this was after God had, had shown himself to the people on the top of Mount Sinai, and they were intimidated by the presence, the thunder and the, you know, the the, the, the fire and the smoke and all that. So right. when the instructions came, they said, we're going to do everything God said. Right. right, right, right. But they hadn't counted up the cost to be obedient. Right. And, and right. I think oftentimes we do that in relationships. You know, we see what we want. But what that is may not necessarily be what we want. When you see a man, you don't always see a husband. When you see a man, you don't always see a provider. When you see a man, you don't always see a cover. You don't always see a protector. You see a man and you want that man, but you don't know what comes in it with it because you haven't taken the time to build up any equity of leadership, of covering and all of that. You don't know enough about him. And so you jump all the way in. And then you get trapped, you get stuck. Right. And now you're having to figure out how, it, you know, can we make this work? Can we pull it out? How do we fix this and all of that, which requires counsel? You know, I think a lot of times we're just moving too fast. Right. If that is that. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. So you on, on the fly is kind of shaping. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so it, it requires counsel. It requires fellowship, right. you know, um, you should never be on an island when you're coming together with someone. Right. You know, we have this, I don't want people in my business, you know, don't hate and all this kind of stuff. But the reality is if nobody knows who your mate is right. and you get in trouble, no one knows how to help you. Right. 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 At that point, it's just about how do we help you get out of it? Right. You know, in a lot of cases, you know, with our families, with our villages, you know, it's about how you get out. It's not how do we fix it? Right. Now you know, in something where you didn't talk talk to us about it before you got in. You didn't, yeah, I knew that Negro was no good. I told you, you know. <laughs> right, right. And and uh, it, you know, it a, a broken person is it, it's hard to take advice from a broken person. Right. Yes. You know yes. that old adage: hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> right. Right. You know. Oh, uh, man. And I, that's not everybody. That's not always the case. But you know, oftentimes we just don't have enough information. Uh, right. So. So I, so, I, so I guess, you know, one of the keys, I guess, is to, on our side, um, to teach to teach our men and our, our ladies or our girls and our boys to, one, be village-minded, um, to want, you know, we always know to respect, the, you know, teaching our men and boys covering early, you know, how to cover, how to protect, how to be uh, aware, you know, of, of what's going on, um, how to build healthy relationships, um, friend-wise, uh, spouse-wise, you know, but not the isolation part, I think, is the biggest. You know, I think most most dudes that are that are the hurt, the most <laughs> hurtest <laughs> or the most hurt and respond with a bravado of hard masculinity, not that they can't figure out the balance like because it's cool it, you know you can be tough because some folks are just they can handle a lot you know they can but i but i think that's learned that's just learned behavior. behavior that's just that's just mimicking you know what you've seen you know i want to be yeah. hard because my uncle tom well, was hard I, well, no, well what if what if i grew up hard like you know like i just like from an early age like, yeah but I've it's still learned behavior. yeah i had to figure it out on my own like i've Kind of, you know, when I was four, my mom sitting, sitting, been sending me to the store. I've had to deal with gangs, you know. Like I had to hold a gun by nine, you know, and I shot somebody by ten, <laughs> you know. But that, again, that's learned, learned behavior. behavior because you had to get the guns from somewhere, right? 
You had right. to see it happen to know that this is how I can help myself. Right. 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 If you're surrounded and by that, you know, you have to be careful of your surroundings because you become your surroundings. Yeah. If that's what you're exposed to at an early age. Right. There was a question many years ago uh, of whether or not somebody who grew up in Bankhead is considered a victim. Right. I remember, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. remember that conversation? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and right. because because if if one person out of a thousand gets out. Yeah. Right. Does that mean everybody could have gotten out? Right. That's true. Yes. That's true. Right. So. Uh, so I'm saying it, it just it really depends. A lot of that is 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 learned behavior. Uh, I, I like what Rollin said, you know, best example of leadership in people is the parts not spoken with words. words. I love that. Uh, I'm not. I, I won't say I, I don't agree that it's the best example, but it is clearly yeah. a good, a yeah. solid example yeah. uh, is the unspoken stuff. Right. right. I, I think that that speaks volumes. And but it's only as good as somebody paying attention because right. I love what he wrote, because most people miss the unspoken stuff. Right. right? Yeah. We live under the, the adage a closed mouth won't get fed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Say it with your chest. <laughs> right. Keep right. your mind. That, that, right. That's the world we come up in. You know. Uh that's that is a there's a truth to that, right? Richard. He said children don't get to say or decide on the environment and surroundings they grow up in. Indeed. Indeed. In in a lot of cases. Remember, yeah. I told you when I got invited to that radio station a few years back. Right. 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 And I talked about my children having a voice. Oh, and the owner of the radio station was like, No, children are seen and not heard. Yeah. Like, well, I guess I won't be invited back to this radio station. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know. it's the, it's, yeah, that, that, yeah, allowing your kids to, to speak and express. How are you um, ever going to know how they feel right. if they have no voice in their home? They ain't got, you ain't got no feelings. <laughs> yeah. You, ain't, you feel what I tell feel, you. Your feelings don't matter. Your feelings, don't your, matter. Your, your feelings are what I say they are. You know, <laughs> I'm just about to say that. You feel what I tell you to feel. Yeah, but I, but I, you know, to to me, uh, we we have to teach. You talked about teaching at an early age. Yes, you know, first you have to understand what relationship and relationship building is. You know, you have to understand what what covenant agreement is. It's it's all it's it's setting the expectations, right? How are you ever going to be in a solid relationship if you've never defined? what a good relationship is. If you don't know the definition, it's it's not just two people coming together. You know, well, that is relationship. Two people coming together is relationship, Relationship. but it doesn't mean it's a good relationship. Right. 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 Uh, Covenants are relationships, but covenants are relationships where two people have set expectations. They've come to an agreement on something. And, And what I find interesting is any covenant requires sacrifice because you have to give up something. And people say, well, I, if I got to be in a relationship with him and I got to give up something, I, that doesn't make any sense. Ah, it makes all the sense in the world right? because it's no longer about just you. Right. It's about you all. You know? Yeah. Uh, so let me let me ask you this. How do you. Um, so in, in relationships, uh, well, not just relationships, but in life, right? Um, we talk about, I guess, that again, quotation marks, healthy masculinity um, and not being drawn into a fight, you know, like knowing when to walk away, knowing when, you know, this is, you know, you, you think long term, this ain't worth, <laughs> this ain't worth it. You know, like, um, how do we, how do we teach the walk away? How do we teach um, not doing, you know, what we typically been pushed, you know, into doing like fighting, the pounding of the chest, the raising of the voice. Yeah. Validating that you're bigger and stronger. Right. Right. Oh, you know, how do we try to teach that at it, especially as a young age, you know, is that, you know, don't, don't let them punk you. (laughs) You know, like (laughs) you gonna let them talk about your mama like that. You know, like, you know, when, how do we teach what's worth it? It's not worth it. How do we, and still, because I realize, I feel like I need to write a a man manual. Like you know, like this is these are the things you know. As you get it, get it, and because I'm give it to my son first. He's 13. Like this is what you need to know going into manhood. You know, like you want to live a healthy, 
prosperous, you know, good relationship. This these aren't guarantees, but this will at least <laughs> the word mitigate will mitigate some some issues. I, in I, I think that goes back to what uh, Sean Rollins said. Yeah. Right. In a lot of cases, it is the mimicking. You know, right. a lot of it is what you're showing your son. Yeah. A lot of it you can show without even saying he can right. watch you, watch you act. You know, that's where, you know, your actions speak volumes right. that your words may miss. Right. You know, but how do we how do we reach those that don't have the example that have the aggressors on the corner? You know, like everybody around them, every male figure is aggressive. You know, they're the they're the <laughs> they're the, the, the violence in the home, you know, like every example, you know, they're the dudes that have to take care of the kids. Or, or not available at all, you know. Like, I don't, I don't prescribe to the good father, bad father, but just not available, not there, because you know, I think any available father is a good father, <laughs> you know, like because <laughs> there's no, there's no perf- perfection in that. But you know, that's not available. That that's just teaching. Hey, you got to get as many girls as possible. That's you know, how many, how many you're putting up, how many notches you got on your belt. <clears throat> yeah, but you know what? That that's just as bad as you got to make all the money. Yeah, indeed. Yes, indeed. A hundred percent. Right. I love that. Thank you for saying that. Because mm-hmm. I've been on that for a minute, but I'm glad. Thank you for validating that one, too. Because <laughs> we, we could have a conversation about that one, too. Because that yeah. that's that's an issue as well. That's like the other side of that spectrum. You're right. Well, I mean, you, you know, you said a minute ago, you used to think, you know, an available father is a good father. But that some fathers are always available and mean no good. As a matter of fact, you're better off if they weren't there. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'm saying some 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 young guys grew up like wishing they had <laughs> the absent father because what I he brought to the table was right. destructive. Oof, you're right. Yeah, Patty. Let's see. Uh, I talked to my go, dad a lot for a period of time. Just didn't want to speak to her. It changed. Then she wished I was closer, <laughs> close to my father, and start talking to mom. Oh, about men things. Of course, of course. I get it, Richard. I get it. Um, you know, someone won't delve into it. I mean, especially if dad is is there to listen. It's like take that to your dad. He got that. <laughs> he can he can navigate those conversations. You know. Um. So yeah, I think. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's getting away from those examples. I think that that I want to kind of be a a better example or a way to a resource or you know pulling away. But I I get what you're saying. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Some. I've heard people say that. I know. I know guys. I, well, they guys now. You know, they're, they're grown men. Like, yeah, my dad was. Yeah, <laughs> like t- yeah. Just I wish he wasn't there. <laughs> like he just yeah, because it's a, a horrible example. Right, you know? right, yeah. right, right. Oh, um, so yeah. So I, I think um, changing. That's that's one of the things I would, I would like. You know, how to reach those that don't have the best examples around them. You know. Um, that don't don't they, you know the they're mostly the toxic they, you know they learn the toxicity you know they're you know this is how you approach women you know this is how you holler this is how you know this is how you are engaged you know you got to be tough you know I heard you know, I heard this brother say I heard a man say this I'm I, I hope I don't mess it up I'm gonna try to get this right <laughs> in my head he said my grandfather walked 10 miles to school my father walked five miles to school i drive a cadillac my son drives a mercedes my grandson will drive a Ferrari and my great grandson will walk. What do you mean? Why why would he walk? He said, tough times create great people. Mm. Great people create great times 
great people. Great, great times people. create weak people. Wow. Weak people create tough times. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. That's how you can go from walking right. to driving, driving to driving in style, right. driving in class right. to walking again. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah, I I saw I saw Shaquille O'Neal open up an envelope, pull out a check, hand it to his brother, and say, This is because I love you. He said, I sold one of my businesses and I got some extra chump change. <laughs> he says, This is not for you to pay bills. This is for you to spend on yourself. Matter of fact, you said you wanted to go out and get you one of those Rolls Royce trucks. Now you can go get you that that Rolls Royce truck. And he gave him that. Right. I don't know what the brother did to earn the check. Whatever it was, it was enough to go buy a Rolls Royce truck. I don't know how much a Rolls Royce truck costs. It seemed like a lot. But <laughs> I Rolls Royce is a lot. Already a lot. Right. 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 Now, right. I can't speak to his work ethic. Right. Right. I can't speak to any, but I heard Shaq say, I'm giving this to you, not because of what you did. I'm giving this to you because I love you. And sometimes, you know, when we talk about being an example, what we call love can create a monster. We want to give them everything. You understand? We live in a day and age right now. I have this conversation with my daughters all the time. You know, because these young guys running around here don't know how to accept the word no. Right. How did that happen? Right. Because they've been given so much. It's true. Wow. We have a spirit of entitlement in our community. We do. When it comes to our young boys, our young men. Yeah. yeah. Because we've had great times. Right. <laughs> right. Because right. we've right. operated in abundance. Yes. And we've taken our eyes off the future. Wow. Right? That's good. That's good. So now good. we got to put some folks back on the street walking. Yeah. And build them back up again. Right. Because everybody around here driving. I had a young man came over here talking, talking about wanting to court my daughter. And he pulls up in like this blacked out convertible BMW with like red lights and I. And he gets out of the car, and I'm like, whose car is that? <laughs> right. 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 Like you, you you 17. What what is that? Right. Because he can. Right? Because he can. Right. And and I, you know, my my daughter has to take an Uber to work. Right. right. It's to cool, me, but it's but it's scary. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's, I, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not hating. I'm just saying, you know, if you're driving like that at 17, 17, and all you've done is your homework. <laughs> right. You just start a tech company or something. You just, yeah. I mean, I, I want, I want my children to aim high. I want them to right. have great aspirations. I, I want, you know, I, I share my budget with my children wow. so that they understand right. what money is and how money works. Right. My wife is talking to, to our daughter now as you know, she got her credit. She's telling her, here's your, you know, here's your FICO score is right. this means everything like in the world we live in. Right. You know, you get it to this point, you need to be paying this bill or else this number right here is going to go down. Right. You know, th those things we're, we're teaching now. Right. Uh, well, I'm, I'm saying enforcing now. They've been taught yeah. for, for a long time. But you know, yeah, I, but you can, you tell she's them, at a point now to where it's, it's become a part of her life. Right, right. Yeah. And so you have to, like, you'll never, ever be, be good with money if you don't know money. Right. Right. That's true. That's, That's the thing that people have to understand. Like when, you know, when your children say, oh, can I have the Jordans? OK, let's see how much these Jordans cost. Right. 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 Let's compare the price of these Jordans to the price of the electric bill. Right. 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 
Yeah. Let's compare the price of these Jordans to the price of our monthly groceries. Right. Right. Let's compare the price of these shoes to the price of filling up the car. Right. Let's do a comparison. I remember my kids, though, where did we go? We went to McDonald's and it was like, can we get uh, some ice cream cones or Sundays or whatever it was? Um, I think it was just like ice cream on a cone or whatever. And then I was like, okay, we're not going to get it. We're going to Walmart. I want to show you something. And then I showed them a whole gallon of ice cream. <laughs> I said, how much was the McDonald's ice cream? How much? It was like, I was like, yeah. <laughs> See how much more you can get? <laughs> when you, you can't win with that one, though. <laughs> I just can't win. <laughs> can't win. That's, that's, that's some Eddie Murphy McDonald's hamburger versus Mama's hamburger with the, with the green pepper. It <laughs> <laughs> ain't no McDonald's hamburger. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it is important. That, that entitlement and I think that is like why I think it's funny, like we're going through a phase where we're trying to kind of get away from the toxic masculinity, but it's kind of ramped up because of the entitlement. You know, our boys yeah. are used to yeah. yes and yes and yes. No, no, you know. Yeah. So, like, like you know, healthy masculinity well. is effectively teaching right. and enlightening your household, right. keeping them in the know. Yeah. Right. That that to me, you know, what I try to as as a man, as a head, I try to re- mitigate the number of surprises that are going to catch my family off guard. Right. There's always going to be something that catches you off guard. Right. But I, I try to mitigate that as much as I can, because I try to expose them to as much as I can so that they know they have insight and will know how to maneuver. To me, that's healthy coverage. That's covering your family. Yeah. Right. Um, Healthy masculinity is not being the loudest voice in the house. It's being an effective voice in the house. Right. Uh, And it means understanding that there are other voices in the house. Right. You know, when I when we launched the ministry, you know, I wanted everybody coming in and I wanted everybody praying. Right. Right. And and Mother Angela Schultz, God bless her. She came into the to the church one day and she said, sweetie, she said, I love the fact that you open up and give people room to pray and 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 to, to lend their voices. She said, but but to start out, you need to make sure that they all understand the sound of your voice. Man, <laughs> that thing, you know what I'm saying? That that yeah. thing hit me. Definitely. Right. Yeah. Um, because of the scripture, my sheep know my voice right. and a stranger they will not follow. Right. Right. And her thing was, don't be too open. Don't be too uh, free right. with it. Make right. sure that in all of these voices, they right. know when it's yours right. and that they respond to you. That's and I'm like that's And, and so I've learned at, at home and, and in ministry and, and in leadership that you have to be a, an effective voice. You have to be the voice of cover, but you right. don't have to be the only voice. Right. Gotcha. Indeed. 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 So we, um, so hopefully this kind of gives a little tidbit, you know, <clears throat> like a toxic between a healthy and a toxic. Um, we kind of delve into the teaching and how we are leading our, our children for the next generation. And that that effectiveness, you know, over being just loud in your household is is extremely important. Um, But how are we teaching our next generation? How are we teaching our children um, to, you know, teaching our our daughters what should what is acceptable, what's not? And then teaching our sons what what the boundaries are, you know, and how we should how we navigate and, and not be disrespectful and not overstep our bounds, as well as knowing what you should accept and what you should not accept as well. Um, you know, like we talk about the shooting your shot, you know, you say something, they say, no, you move on. It's all good. They lost, <laughs> you know, like, so <laughs> it's all good, you know, um, and, and being respectful, you know, to, to our ladies as well. So um, of course, tomorrow we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to talk about more in the workplace, uh, navigating that, you know, as well as, how 
how we need to kind of begin to shift the culture more and more and and what our men's responsibility as well as you know ladies responsibility we're gonna dig into that as well all right <clears throat> oh it's chris rosetti in the building it's been a minute brother what's up sir hey chris <laughs> oh <laughs> so we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow same time same channel make sure you join our community text lw into 84576 text lw into 84576 also share this conversation share with others I know they'll be watching it on replay. And if you're watching, you made it this far, put hashtag replay. I know you've watched it all the way to the end. And I appreciate that. Uh, and we look forward to seeing you guys. Appreciate you, Mama Corey. Always love the encouragement. And thank you for always showing up and sharing. She shares to everybody yeah. in the inbox. And I appreciate it. She shares that. it with me. Right, right. <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, um, so we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Um, and you're watching the Brothers of Legacy, where we don't stand out, we stand up. And we're changing our community one conversation at a time. And as always, be safe. Wear the mask. Wear the mask. And wear the mask. <laughs> oh, let's see. All right. So always know that we love you, but God loves you more. And we'll see you in the morning. All right. Take care. As always, we love you. Uh, know that God loves you more. Stay safe. Thank you guys for watching. Sharing is caring. All of my replay peoples that watch in the background that I know see this show, I appreciate you as well. well, well, well.